Welcome back to the Chiefly Football Podcast. I am the underqualified host, Kinlock, and joining me today virtually from the Sky Rise in Kansas City is Dave. And joining me from a jail cell somewhere in Salt Lake City, Utah, is Stan. Thank you guys for joining me, making it happen. It's good, it's good to see you guys. I had a rough, uh, rough weekend. So it'll be nice to kind of talk through some of the things that happened. But uh, since we're just recording this, this is the Chiefly Football Podcast. We'll just talk about the Chiefs part of uh, the weekend. And <laughs> so, Stan, you watched the game out there in Utah. Um, I think there's looks like there's a TV in your cell. Uh, what were your feelings during the during the Chiefs game? I think he's in the questioning room. He's being interrogated. <laughs> I just want you guys to know that anyone listening to this is not laughing to your jokes. So <laughs> probably chill with those jo- with those jail jokes. Okay, well then um, everybody who's just listening to this, go check out the video on YouTube because with some high te- high tech equipment, Dave and I have put ourselves in a in some cool cool places. Stay in, um, not so much. <laughs> didn't get paroled. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so I actually, uh, yes, watched the game, skipped the last half of church. Uh, that could be why we lost this game, so it's not going to happen again. Um, but, yeah, it was, I mean, the, it's a good thing and a bad thing with having Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback. And the, It's a the, bad thing. <laughs> no, no, listen, and, having the, and, and always knowing that you have a chance to to come back in a game because I mean we've seen it countless times before um, he's just able to march the team up and score when we need to and so you just expect that the whole game and no matter how far behind you we got with the turnovers and everything um, you just expect to to win the game and when you don't win it it hurts even more uh, because you you really just it's an expectation to, to win. Um, and so it wasn't until literally that last possession where I was like, crap, we lost. <laughs> um, and so, I mean, obviously love having Patty as our quarterback, but with, with having the possibly the best quarterback ever as our quarterback, it, uh, it also hurts even more when, when we lose. Yeah. Dave and I, <clears throat> you and I watched the game together. Um, and obviously the game didn't start the way anybody wanted it to, except for the Chargers. And it was kind of a roller coaster for the rest of the game because the Chiefs ended up getting the lead back in the second half. And you kind of thought that they had overcome those three turnovers early and that they were just on their way after they got in the lead. Like, there was no way that the Chargers could stop them. And the turnover bug struck again. Yeah, it's, you know, it's still hard to wrap your head around the, you know, the, the turnover to end the, the game against Baltimore the week before, and then three consecutive turnovers to start the, start the game against, or three, four possessions in a row. Um, if I'm right, I can't even remember. It was four possessions, wasn't it? In a yeah. row that, that we had a turnover and it, it got so bad that you're like, this, this can't be happening. It was like, it was almost, it was almost funny because what else could go wrong? 
over over the over the last two weeks. And you know, by the time by the time that game ended, it was it wasn't as big a shock as as Baltimore. Yeah. Because Baltimore it was like, hey, we've seen this movie. We know how this is going to end. And now three out of the last four games we've watched the Chiefs, it hasn't ended well. And we're for the first time in the Mahomes area, the Chiefs are looking up from the bottom. Uh, the last time that they finished in last place, it's got a ways to go, was 2012, which was a horrible team. And I'm thinking there, there is no way that the Chiefs should be where they are. And yet you look at the power rankings and some of them still have them in the top five at one, <laughs> at one and two. And, and I'm sure we'll get to it because the only team that's beat that has legitimately beat the chiefs this season is the chiefs. Yeah. Well, and I feel like that's usually <clears throat> how it's been. I mean, Super Bowl different, the, the bucks beat the chiefs, but yeah, anytime I, in the last couple of years, whenever the chiefs have lost, it's been because the chiefs beat themselves or even a lot of the close, close wins that the chiefs have. It's just, never being able to put together a full a game on offense and defense. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the Ravens game, you you can put that almost squarely on the defense. They just, they couldn't stop Lamar Jackson and the Ravens running game. Um, The layer fumble at the end was obviously tough and it was terrible timing, but it was the defense that really struggled and was the reason that we lost that game. Go to this week and the defense didn't play great but I thought they played well enough to win. And it was the Chiefs offense that, that let the team down. And that was just isn't something that we're used to seeing from, from this offense. And um, I don't know. I think it's a good thing that the Chiefs, like it, it still shows that the Chiefs are as great as we thought they were. But, you know, they're also good enough to beat themselves. So it's. Um, They're the complete team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. We'll kind of get into it later, like where this game, how this game makes us feel about the the, the Chiefs um, moving on throughout the season and their chances in the playoffs. But um, let's go ahead and, and go into our chiefly right or wrong segment of the show. Dave and I did the preview episode where we talked about some of the keys to the games and to the game and you know what the Chargers had to do, what the Chiefs had to do to win the game. And then we did our score predictions. Both of us, Dave, had the Chiefs winning. So there's a strike right there. Um, what was your key to, to victory? You can either choose the Chargers or the Chiefs, whichever you remember. Uh, for the, for the preview or what our, what our pick was there. Um, it was, I think the keys, and I think alluded to it was what the Chargers wide receivers were going to do against the Chiefs defensive backs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Williams just lit them up. Uh, you know, the, the one thing, you know, in watching that, the, the one thing, you know, as, as we looked back and I looked at stats, you know, we stopped their run for all that. 77 yards is all that they gained on, on the ground. Not that they were a stellar rushing team anyway, but, um, you know, that's, 
that didn't hurt, you know, but looking at it, it was definitely the, in my opinion, it was their, their wide receivers ate us up and we had no pass. We had no pass rush at all. Yeah. Well, we've seen it before. Like our, the chiefs defense has struggled against the run for a long, like since maybe the first couple of years of Bob Sutton's defense, when we still had some really high end players, Derek Johnson, Justin Houston, Tom Holly, things like people like them. Um, but we used to, ha- even when we played bad rushing teams, we would still give up a ton of yards. Like we would be the, the get right team for teams that were struggling to run the ball. So I think it still was a good sign that the chiefs did well against the chargers rushing attack. Um, I was concerned going into the game about Eckler catching the ball out of the backfield and he did have a touchdown, but he didn't, he didn't gash us nearly as bad as I had expected him to considering the last two times we played him last season. It was, they were using him as a wide receiver out there and creating huge mismatches um, with him as a wide receiver. Um, And the keys of the game that I talked about were um, kind of the the same things that teams have to do to beat the chiefs. And they got to score touchdowns, not kick field goals. Um, And, and for the the chiefs, I, I wanted them to be able to run the ball and, and we both wanted to see them get some red zone stops. And I don't think the Chiefs got – they did force a field goal. They forced a field goal, but they scored in every time they got in the red zone. Right. So, I guess kind of a small step forward because they didn't give up a touchdown in that situation. They, the Chiefs forced them to kick a field goal, which tied the game instead of taking the lead. Um, but then – The Chargers, The Chargers. I mean, they, they hurt themselves on that illegal formation. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the Chargers definitely didn't play a perfect game on offense. Um, but the Chiefs, yeah, I don't know. The Chargers, the Chargers left the door open plenty of times for the Chiefs to to stay in the game and to to go win the game, but the Chiefs just didn't take the opportunity. Or maybe the Chargers' game plan was just to hang in there until the Chiefs collapsed on themselves. Yeah, there's just so many times where the chargers were it was just like what are you doing all those illegal shifts were wild considering they struggled with that the week before and then at the end of the game they almost left enough time for mahomes with a timeout to go down move down the field and score because they they wanted to score a touchdown instead of running the clock out and kicking a field goal but it didn't matter chiefs weren't able to to pull it off so well they probably didn't trust that field goal kicker as we saw right so. yeah so, Stane, what were your thoughts on the on the Chiefs' defense? Were you encouraged by any of the signs that you saw? Were there any players that stood out? I know Rashad Fenton, he got knocked out of the game. I think he had a concussion. Charvarius Ward didn't play in the game. So we saw a lot of uh, of Baker and Hughes in there. What did you think of them and, and some of the other players on defense? Um, I mean, yeah, I think you look at the score, and it looks like our defense gave up uh, quite a few points. But with uh, four turnovers, I mean – it, it, it's hard to keep uh, keep the the other offense uh, in a low scoring game. So um, yeah, I, I I thought our defense did a lot. I, I think they looked a lot better against the Chargers than they did the Ravens. Um, obviously, the Chargers are not the run you know a run stout, uh, run heavy offense like the Ravens were. Um, and then along with what 
with what Dave said about Mike Williams. Um, I've, I've had my eye on him for the last couple of years. I think he's a great talent. Um, his, his size makes him a, a great target. Uh, his hands do, uh, you know, fail him sometimes as we saw uh, in the game. Um, but with the, the majority of coverage, uh, the, I, I think I saw Hughes mo- mostly on, um, on Williams during the game. And it wasn't like the coverage was bad or anything. It was just Williams is just a massive target. What is he like six three, six four, and he's able to go up and, and and get some of those balls. I mean, we saw that slant into the end zone, um, where he uh, Herbert literally just threw it up and um and Williams got to, got to it. Uh, there's the 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 one at, towards the end of the game along the sideline where Herbert kind of threw it to his back shoulder, and you know it's pretty much impossible if you if you can get that on target, it's pretty much impossible for the defender to. Uh, to you know, break that up. So I, I thought I thought our defensive backs didn't do terrible. Um, Keenan Allen, uh, we held him to a res- reasonably, um, you know, good game, reasonable, reasonably small game. Um, yeah, I think it was just the fact that our offense was turning the ball over so much, and that our defense was on the field for so long that I mean, it's hard to to stop a team when when you're when you're running on all cylinders for most of the game. Yeah, and we talk, we talk about how we know that the defense is the weakness of this team um, and how – I don't know if you want to call it unfair. I think I've gotten that impression before when talking about the offense and how, how good we expect them to be, how great we expect them to be every week, and how we can kind of pile on them if, like, one or two drives goes poorly just because we expect them to be so great. But – I mean, and so we talk about how the – offense has a lot of pressure on them because of the struggles of our defense. But um, watching this, this game also made me think about how much pressure our offense puts on our defense, because every team we play, we know that part of their recipe or part of their game plan is to go to take a lot of risks on offense, to go for it on fourth down um, to go for two or, you know, not settle, not try to play it safe because they know they have to keep up and they have to outscore the Chiefs. And so that puts a lot more pressure on the defense because they don't have to, they're not playing three downs, getting off the field, forcing punts. They have to play four downs and just a lot of times where, you know, they feel like they can get off the field or a defense should be able to get off the field. Other teams are always trying to, you know, they're trying to keep up with the offense. So I, I just think it makes it, it makes it harder for defense. And you can say how the defense, you know, it shouldn't matter. You got to make stops and, or they're so bad that, you know, it's, it makes more sense to go for it anyway. But I don't know. I just, I just thought that, that it was a, I don't know, just was kind of interesting to me that Romo talks about, oh, it's so bold of this, the Chargers coach to go for it. Many coaches wouldn't, but we see as Chiefs fans every week, every team, goes for it on fourth down and take makes takes bigger risks risks against the chiefs. I just think that it kind of, it's a tough, tough thing for the defense to handle sometimes. Dave, what do you think about that? Um, yeah, no, I think, I think Staley did it exactly the way you have to do is, you know, we saw it with Harbaugh the week before you have to be aggressive against, against this chiefs team. And I think they can have, they can even have more confidence Um if, if you're the opposition in a, you have 
have to be aggressive, period. But if if the Chiefs are going to keep shooting themselves in the foot, then then that increases your 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 op- your chances and your opportunities. Um, and like you said, I'm sure the Chargers are looking back at this game and said, you know what? We beat the Chiefs and we didn't play nearly as good as we're capable of of playing. Um, you know, it's it's we can nitpick a lot of different things. You know, I think one of the things that kind of sticks out in my mind is, you know, there was the Mahomes had thrown an interception in September, uh, but yet now we're seeing him sh- throwing multiple picks in these last couple of games. You know, and if we recall, you know, even the last couple of seasons with him, there were many times that he threw the ball and it should have been picked and players were just dropping the ball. Uh, for even if they were right to it, even if they were like perfect, people were dropping. Now they're not dropping the ball, um, and so I'm I'm wondering how much is that catching up with with Pat? You know, he made that no look pass to Kemp. Um, some people are putting the blame on Kemp. Um, I think it was a little bit behind him, um, but yet there was no reason to do the no look. Kemp was all by himself. Um, and so I get why you do that when you're trying to create that space, but I think that, you know, at, at some point, um, even the globetrotters have to play basketball and, you know, it's, it's, it's great when it works, but I just wonder how cute the chiefs are and what was working for them now, um, isn't. You know, Brady doesn't do that when he's when when he decides he's going to drive a team down and score. Um, Mahomes has all that same skill set. I don't think he's he has to do those things now. Um, in that game, you know, when we had the ball with 32 seconds, I'm wondering why aren't we putting it on the sidelines? Why aren't we working the clock? Um, and I I don't see the precision Mahomes that, you know, I see with a Brady or a Manning who's going to just drive down and, and like, like Rogers did and just, just surgically cut you apart. You know, Mahomes is going to try and get the big play and it's worked out. Um, but now the defenses are getting smarter. Um, they're figuring out how to take Tyreek. So, um, but again, it all comes back to the chiefs turnovers, you know, no matter, no matter how we, how we decorate this cake, you know, it's it's the same. It comes down to the turnovers. Chiefs Chiefs should have won that game. They should have won the game before. It it they're they're not this bad. Yeah, and I think the thing when you when you look at Mahomes' turnovers, a lot of it is just the timing of them. In the Ravens game, um, you know, the interception that he threw, the Chiefs were winning, and they he didn't need to take such a risky make such a risky play. Um, and then in this game, <clears throat> the Chiefs are tied. And, um, you know, a punt, it was, th- it was third down, didn't really need to force the play, and a punt could have, you know, would have made it a lot harder for the Chargers to to move down the field and and make a play or to, to put some points on the board. So it, it's not just... Mahomes being risky, it's it just seems like he's taking some of the risks that he doesn't need to take um, at crucial parts of the game. So um, hopefully he's learning from this 
Um, and hopefully the Chiefs are just le- are learning from this as well. Um, I think they have that same confidence that we as fans have that no matter what the situation is, no matter the mistakes that they make or, or however, however the game starts, that they can always overcome overcome that. And we've just seen these last two weeks that the mistakes that they've made are just too much to overcome. And when you're playing te- good teams, um, the, it's, it's going to be harder to, to overcome. So, um, yeah, so hopefully this is all just a learning experience for the Chiefs and they're able to gain some wisdom from it. Um, so, and, and it, I guess just one thing, one more thing I wanted to point out about the defense that I thought was really the, the thing that they was the biggest problem for the defense was being caught out of position by an aggressive chargers offense. They scored two touchdowns by running the hurry up offense and catching the defense in, in between calls. They, they were trying to communicate the defense was who their responsibilities were. And the chargers got up on the ball and snapped it. They scored two touchdowns. One, um, Sorensen went off to the flat. There were two guys covering a guy in the flat and that left Allen wide open in the middle of the end zone. And then the second one, Eckler was left by himself in the flat with nobody around him. And then on the two point conversion, there was nobody out covering the wide receiver and they were able to quick snap the ball and and throw it to him. So those were three, three times that the chargers got points just because they caught the chiefs defense unprepared. And I think that a lot of that's coaching, but the players need to be smarter, especially when most of the players on defense are returning starters from last team or last year's team. So, um, you know, I think those are, are mental things that can be fixed. It's not those things weren't like lack of talent or anything, those are things that you can be hopeful that, that those get better and that they learn from those things. And, you know, hopefully they can come up with shorter calls or, um, you know, or just be better prepared for those things. But, um, yep. All right. Um, does anybody have anything else to add for offensive defense? Anything that stood out from that game? Bosa. Bosa was constantly, Bosa was the only one in the backfield. Yeah, and yeah, the offensive. Well, and, and on that, the last interception by Mahomes, I think it was the offensive line's fault that he just didn't get any time to make a play on that. Yeah, so you know, there's there's some things I have some. I mean, we've been so good for so long, but we saw it in the Super Bowl that Andy didn't do anything in preparation to get that offensive line any help, and I'll have to go back and watch the video to see how often maybe Niang was getting help whether it was a tight end or a back chipping. I, I know I saw it a couple of times, but I don't know if it was consistently, but it, it seemed like Bosa was constantly back there and Niang was always chasing him. So, I, I you know, I, again, we're killing ourselves, but I, I still wonder, you know, it, you know, you know, I don't see a lot of um, adaption to some of the things. And on the other side of the ball, Nick Bolton can hit. Oh, yeah. We we like that. I wish, you know, Willie Mondesi Gay would get back. And they would be quite the, the trio back there if we could get him and 
and and those two together thumping. Yeah, what's well, you can tell that Nick Bolton still has some catching up to do on the mental side, being able to re- to read his keys and react quickly. I mean, all of our linebackers right now struggle with that and being able to meet the running back in the hole instead of waiting till the running back gets through the line before making contact with them. Um, Neiman, he knows where he's supposed to go. Yeah, he just can't get around the blocker who's preventing him from getting there. But, <laughs> Who opens up the gaping hole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then was he the one that got called on the pass interference when they blamed it on Sorensen? No, I think that was... Um... Was it Baker on the side? Yeah, it was. It was in. It I mean, was, I know that that's who they threw the pass to, so that makes yeah. sense. But I also saw on the replay that Neiman was running along the seam on that side, and he was kind of being a little rough with the tight end at the same time. So I didn't know if they just saw the other white guy and thought it was Sorensen. Well, if if they threw, if Neiman was able to keep up with him, then I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, Bolton. I mean, his athleticism is so obvious. His athleticism and his short tackling ability yeah he locks him up oh yeah and so that's that's really awesome to see especially compared to the two other linebackers that are next to them next to him and just the lack of of athleticism that you see from them so once i think yeah once nick bolton when he when he starts to catch up and process faster on the defensive side i think it's it's exciting it's it's gonna be fun to watch him and, and willie gay go at it yeah no that was that was good. You know, and I think, you know, the, the one thing that we haven't discussed because they, they haven't been a factor at all as special teams. Yeah. I mean, positively uh, or negatively, right. They've just been. Yeah. Buckers hit all his kicks, even though he had some weird ones in the game yesterday, had some that like yeah. hooked around the, the post and went in, but. Bend it like Beckham. Yeah. I mean, if, I mean, I think at the very least, your special teams, you shouldn't have to talk about them just because they're playing, they're just not playing poorly, which is kind of the situation we're in right now. I don't, I don't think there's been any great plays or any bad plays. Everybody's just kind of doing the job right now. I don't know if you have a different take on that. Uh, no, in fact, I, th- I think m- maybe that's, that's the thing. We haven't, especially in these last two games, I mean, we've had some really nice plays, but I don't know. I don't remember feeling um, a play that was a momentum shifter, whether it was offense or defense um, or special teams, uh, you know, whether it was the long touchdown by Kelsey, which was really great. I mean, we've had some explosive plays, but not at the moments when you're like, Hey, this, this is a game changer, or this is the seal it, or this is, you know, this is the knockout punch. Um, or this is, you know, yeah. And which, which we've had in the past, right. The previous season we've, we've, somebody has stepped up and, and just, and have done something and we have not seen, we haven't seen that there's, there's maybe maybe it's just, you know, it could have, could it be that, you know, you've, you've gone to the FC championship three years in a row and other teams are more hungry than the Chiefs. I mean, it's hard. It's hard for me to think that way because, again, it's just turnovers that are beating us. But they're making the plays, and we're not. Yeah, I've, 
I've mentioned this several times, but it's it's really about timing with those with those plays. We we kind of had that that game winning play in the Browns game on the interception with Sorensen getting the mm-hmm. the hit on Mayfield and the interception that obviously that sealed the game. Right. Yeah, but and it. And it's not for a lack of opportunities. In both games, the Chiefs had opportunities to win the game at the end. Mm-hmm. On offense, in the ball, in the Ravens game, had the opportunity. We fumbled it. On the defensive side, we had it fourth and short. Could have stopped the Ravens in Ravens territory and got on to win, and we didn't do it. In the Chargers game, you know, we took the lead. They tied it. We had an opportunity. And Romo was talking about it. He's like, yeah. Him and Nance, they, they were talking about three times it felt like Mahomes getting the ball, like, oh, this is the ch- this is what makes him great. It's these drives like this, and this is who you want to have the ball in their hands with the game on the line. And, you know, each time it it didn't work out. So, um, you know, as, as you say that, I, I really think they don't know who they are as a team, right, that they just don't. You know, we were, we were facing the work, you know, the second worst rushing defense and we came out throwing, but we saw what Hilaire could do when given the chance. And, you know, I, I thought maybe we would just settle and just, just gash them. And we just threw it, threw it, threw it. And, you know, it's, it's, I don't, I don't know if we, if we know who, who we are. Yeah. And, th- and I thought that was an encouraging sign, just the fact that Hilaire Al- went for over 100 yards on the ground, and the, the line was making great holes for him. Um, so it was it was nice to see. Obviously, the Chargers don't have a great rush defense, but... Uh, Would you like to see McKinnon come in as a change of pace with what we saw in 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 preseason and, and what we've seen with him with the 49ers and the Vikings when he was healthy? Yeah, I thought it was weird. I, Daryl Williams got some carries and some opportunities to run the ball, but we never saw McKinnon. Every time he was in, it was for a pass. Yeah, he was only uh, out there for three plays. Yeah, and so, yeah, just the juice that McKinnon has compared to the other two guys. He's He has breakaway speed and that playmaking ability that the other two don't have. So, yeah, I'd love to see him get more opportunities, especially when the offensive line is making the holes that they were making in that game. So you just, yeah, I just think that there's a much higher ceiling there. Um, and it's also kind of surprising after two fumbles back-to-back weeks that Elaire didn't, I don't know. I mean, he's young. Andy Reid likes, with young guys, he doesn't want to break their confidence and likes to give them more opportunities to prove themselves and to get their headspace right. But, um, yeah, I'm just, I, I'm a little surprised that they, that they haven't used him more and the chargers were playing a defense that was allowing the chiefs to run the ball mm-hmm. and keep, you know, keep them in front of them. But we, we saw at the end when Tyreek Hill started getting open once they were attacking the outside. And that was a comment that Tony Roma made was, yeah, you can keep the ceiling there while Mahomes has the ball. But as soon as the playmakers get the ball in their hands, you don't know what, like they can bust it themselves. Mm-hmm. Like they have the speed and the playmaking ability to, you know, to make something happen once the ball's in their hands. And we so saw that with Nicole on that, on that jet. Yeah. He had two great, two great. Yeah. And so 
I just think when when the when the team is making you keep it in front of them, get get the ball to your playmakers. That's what we used to do with Alex Smith, mm-hmm. and our offense was great. So I'm I'm not, I'm not saying that Mahomes is not as good as Alex Smith or like that. We need to to go back to always doing that, but we we've seen how effective it can be when we have great speed and playmakers with Hill, Kelsey, Hardman, McKinnon. Like they can take advantage. They can create their own space and. You know, so yeah, I, I'd love to see them get the the ball in the hands of their playmakers when the defense is is giving it to them. Yeah, and and you know, and, and to me again, and I mean, I I really think that they're trying to decipher who they are. They know who they've been in the past. It feels like that's who they're trying to be again. Mm-hmm. And they just have a different again, personnel. And with different personnel, especially the offensive line and, and even, even without Watkins and the way the defenses are playing, you know, I mean, they're literally, you know, doubling Tyreek and, and which is a, a, a smart thing to do. Uh, and, and I would, and, and knowing the challenges that we've had, again, I, I get that we've been moving up and down the field, um, but when you're fumbling and different things, even just getting back to the basics, that's kind of what what is what you know what you talked about, you know whether it's the whether it's the screen game, whether it's um, you know just you know just different. I mean, the only thing that I've seen consistent is Kelsey, and 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 his and his and his usage, but it it feels that you know the Chiefs want big plays, so they're going to make they're going to force big plays, um, or Patrick has the expectation. So he's going to, to force big plays. Um, and again, they, they've been there, but um, in, in the past and, you know, other than fumbles and, inter- but it, it seems like if they would get back to basics and, and, and do those small things about, Hey, and th- those things would open back up for them. And, you know, they just need to get some wins on every possession so that they can feel good about themselves and get some confidence. Um, and, and that confidence would spread it to the rest of the team, I believe. Yeah. And we saw in the Super Bowl that, that when the big plays aren't coming, that the Chiefs don't have answers. And so that's what teams have, have tried to do. I mean, they tried to do it before, but most defenses don't have the personnel or the capability of shutting down all the weapons that the chiefs have. But I mean, it seems like they figured out kind of what to do now. And the chiefs aren't making it harder on the defenses because they keep playing into their hands and keep trying to force those big plays. Um, And we saw when they were willing to run the ball and, and, you know, run the short pass plays that they were effective and moving the ball easily. So hopefully that's, that's something that they can keep doing just making those adjustments and taking what the defense gives them um, because yeah, I don't know. It's just, you know, maybe a little Alex Smith and Mahomes could, could do him some good um, and not, you know, just, you know, yeah. Taking what the defense gives them and not, not forcing the issue. I, I mean, ultimately don't want, don't, I mean, we love his creativity and, and making things happen. Um, but you only like that really when we're losing 
right? Or when, yep. when it has to be there. Really, what we what I've always wanted was Mahomes to be Manning and Brady, the smartest guy on the field. That re, when you put that defense up there, I already know where I'm going to go. I know where my, my mismatch is, and I'm not going to force it to Tyreek when I can just throw it out here to, to Hilaire and he's going to go, or or you know whatever whatever that is. And, and, and maybe it's still early in, in Mahomes' progression. Um, but, you know, these last two games, I feel like I'm watching the Texas Tech Mahomes and not the Mahomes that we saw the first couple of years in, in the NFL. Yeah, it feels like you're watching – feels like I'm watching myself play Madden, where it's just like I'll, I'll start out trying to be very efficient and making the right reads and playing the offense the way the coach calls it, and then – by halfway through the first quarter, I'm like calling four verts every play, running around. I'm bored, and throw- I'm bored with this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, even in Madden, it usually ends up with me throwing six touchdowns and three interceptions a game. Just, but, <laughs> but we don't want to see that with Mahomes in real life. So, yeah. So, hopefully, yeah, this, this should just be a learning experience. It's great that the, it's better that this is happening in weeks one through three than in 20 or 21 or, you know. Right. Well, and how much is Andy going to adapt and say, you know what, we've got the makings of a very potent running game. Mm -hmm. If they're going to stay back, we're going to run it. We're going to run it down you like we did against the bills, you know, rather than what we saw against the charge. And again, you know, it's, it's hard because we should have beat the chargers. Right. It's, it's, it's if everything worked, then we wouldn't be having this conversation. But we've seen two weeks in a row where it hasn't worked, and team other the other teams are getting more confident, and we see what they're doing now. And you alluded to it in the pre earlier is they're going to be willing to take more risks early on um, because they know the Chiefs have the ability to, um, you know, I mean, you know to you know, to, to, to score it at any time, but that only works if the, if the chiefs are able to score, what did we see a graphic at one time that the chiefs hadn't scored in the last three quarters? Um, so, you know, this has been a, it's been a really uneven offense or output, right? Is feast or famine, which is really weird. Yeah. No, it's just, it's just poor execution. If, if we were to get in games, I'm sure other teams would want this. If we were to get in games where the offense is forced to run the ball and, keep the possessions down and play that, that sort of offense offense. You have to be able to execute in the red zone and score touchdowns because you're just not going to get as many opportunities. The chiefs have always gotten away with turnovers for the most part, because they get the ball so many times and they can score so quickly. But if, if defenses are not going to allow, allow the big play and the chiefs have to be more methodical, they have to be a lot more efficient and execute and score touchdowns or else it's never going to work. All right. So then let's go, you know, I think a lot of Chiefs fans are wondering how they should be feeling about the Chiefs moving forward. Obviously, there's a lot of optimism going into the season. Chiefs were heavy favorites to win the AFC. Um, And we just haven't seen the team play at that elite level through the first three games. So I thought, I thought this would be a good time to bring back the P scale 
Stan, I'm not sure if you were here for the, the first time we brought that on. <clears throat> so, Dave, I'm going to ask you the question first. On a scale of 1 to 10 on the P scale, how are you feeling about the Chiefs this season? 1, your pants are completely dry. 10, your pants are soaked. You need new pants, and you need to stay off social media for the rest of your life. How, where are you feeling about the Chiefs and their prospects in – and being the, the best team in the AFC and making a deep playoff run? Um, yeah, I'm holding my water fine. Um, it's, you know, we don't like seeing the way the Chiefs are losing, but we can also see, and, and I think that's that's the big thing, is I kept trying to break down the Chiefs. They always came back to the same thing. They literally are just hurting themselves. As much as we can complain about the defense or as much as we complained about um, how poorly the offense executed with all their turnovers in all of the games, they still had a chance to win the game. And so it's, you know, like, like Mahomes has said in his interview, you know, um, and, and we've got the interviews here that, that will be following, following our, our takes. Um, but they'll, they'll get it fixed. This is, we've seen what these guys are capable of. And for whatever reason, um, you know, they're, it's just, they're just snake bit right now. Um, as far as being AFC champions, that's going to be a tough order just because you've lost to Baltimore and you've lost to San Diego, uh, both AFC teams. So depending on where Baltimore falls there, um, you may not have, you know, the home field there um, and you know, the Raiders and Denver are, are look. I mean, they're, they're certainly playing well enough that they could beat the chiefs right now. Um, heck, you know, I, I don't get it. The Ravens have to kick a 66 yard field goal to get, to beat the lions the previous week. And the lions are horrible. So, you know, if, if the, yeah, I guess in a nutshell, I'm no concern about winning, making the AFC, winning the AFC West. Um, I don't know about the champion being AFC, you know, home field advantage, but we're good enough to beat all of these teams on the road if if we play Chiefs football. Stan, where are you on the P scale? Is there some there some concern? Are you scared? You nervous? Pants a little wet. Um. I would probably say I'm a, I'm a two right now. Like I just finished peeing and I had to dabble a little bit, a couple of drops go on me. Um, I would just say that just because, um, I mean, I agree with Dave that. I hope you washed your hands. <laughs> we're, too we're, many people come out of the gym without washing their hands. Okay, Dave, we get you go to the gym. You don't have to keep bringing that up. <laughs> um and and it's not that it's not that I'm afraid that the the Chiefs aren't the team this year. Um, I'm just wondering how long it's going to take for us to finally get it all put together. I mean, I know that last year we saw the Buccaneers. It took them almost half the season to to really get into the groove of things. Um, but that I mean, Tom Brady. I mean, but I can understand why it took them so long. And Tom Brady was in a completely new system. Um, you know, he'd been in one system for 20 years and now he's popping over to a new one. And he was finally able to put it together about halfway through the season. But uh, with, you know, with Mahomes and 
a lot of our our stars are have been here for a couple of years, and so there really shouldn't be any reason why these mistakes are happening. Um, and so that's just why I'm just a little bit skeptical of, of how long it's going to take for us to get the defense and offense on the same page and how that's going to make the playoff picture look. Um, but I have no doubt that even with these past two weeks, the Chiefs are fine. Um, we'll still make the playoffs. I think we're still one of the teams to beat in the NFL uh, if we can get things clicking. And as my good friend Thomas Payne said in his little pamphlet, Common Sense, these are the times that try men's souls. You know, um, we're so used to winning and we're so used to, uh, con- to winning consecutive games that, you know, we're, we're freaking out a little bit. We have we have Patrick Mahomes as a quarterback, and he, we've seen him do amazing things, but sometimes we forget that he's still – this is, what, his fourth season starting? You look at some of the, these other quarterbacks that have been starting for five, six, seven years, and they're still not able to – you know, they're still making mental mistakes. And so I think that as we see these mistakes that Patrick, have made, Patrick has made, we've seen enough progress in his career already that – there shouldn't be any reason why we're afraid that he won't continue to make corrections and continue to get better. Um, it's just that he, I, I mean, and I know you can make the argument, oh, he's getting half a billion dollars. Um, so he better be playing near perfect, but there's a lot of pressure on his shoulders. And I, I have no doubt that he will uh, continue to make the corrections that need to be made to push this offense. I'm just, just need to make sure that these guys get on the same page of this, you know, sooner rather than later. You're like before week 12. Sometime in the single digits would be nice. <laughs> yeah, still need to put a good enough season to <clears throat> to put themselves in a good chance to make a good playoff run. So, still want to win the AFC AFC West. That would be ideal. That's number one. Yep. Oh, and sorry, and sorry to cut you off, Kenlock. Um, with regards to what what Dave said earlier about the Broncos and Raiders being able to beat us. The Broncos, I have no fear about the Broncos. Yeah, congratulations. You beat Zach Wilson and the Jets. Um, Shut him the, out. Ra- the, the Raiders, the Raiders, I could see um, giving us a little bit of trouble, but I, I really just think that this was kind of these past two weeks have been, like Dave said, just us shooting ourselves in the foot, and, I, and I'm, I'm not really worried about the rest of the division. Okay. Yeah, and I think I'm in the same same situation. Um, I would say I'm probably at a three. Like I I gotta go, gotta go, gotta go find a bathroom. But I'm still comfort. I'm confident that there is relief in a proper place soon. So um, I think <clears throat> I think the defense is still a concern. Um, but it's early in the season, and there's a lot of room for growth for um, for Nick Bolton getting our cornerbacks back healthy, um, the communication problems that can be fixed, and hopefully getting Willie Gay back would, I think, would help our, our defense out quite a bit. Um, and I think just the way that the schedule works out with the offenses that we play, I don't think the defense is going to be challenged as much um, in the on the ground game as they were against the Browns and the Ravens. And then the, the offense, just like you guys said, I think turnovers are much more fluky, especially fumbles coming from players who aren't, who don't characteristically fumble. 
Um, and, I, and I just think, you know, Mahomes in, in previous seasons, there's been stretches where he struggled with different things. One of the things that always stood out was just his dropbacks. And there were a couple games where he would, he would consistently drop back way too far and it would get him in a lot of trouble. And that, and then we saw that he was able to fix those things after, you know, after a couple weeks. And so I, I just think that, um, yeah, just that the, that they're learning from these experiences. And there's an alternate reality where the chiefs are three and O and didn't really struggle with any of these teams. And, you know, some complacency can set in with a lot of the success that they're having. So I think, you know, in some ways that this is a good experience for the chiefs um, being humbled a little bit offensively and defensively, and, and that they can still keep that chip on their shoulders, even when all these teams are gunning for them and, the, team, the Chiefs are one and two, but there's no team that feels great about their chances of beating the Chiefs, I don't think, still. Like, every team is going to prepare as hard as they can. Nobody's going to overlook the Chiefs now because of how they've played through the first three weeks. So, um, I mean, if anything, the Chiefs are still going to get everybody's best shot because they're the they're the marker. They're, they're how everybody, all the other teams are judging themselves and comparing themselves. So, um yeah, I think the Chiefs feel still feel good about the Chiefs and, and their season. Um, but it should be nice to to move on to week four against the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I think it's it's great that the Chiefs have the NFC easy on the schedule this season. So should be should should be some good games. Um, and hopefully this is a get right game. I said that about the Chargers, but um, hopefully that's the case this week. Are there any other thoughts that you guys had before we wrap up this episode? Uh, I would just like to briefly talk about the Josh Gordon pickup. I don't know if you, if you guys wanted to go over this or what your guys' thoughts were on, yeah. on, on Josh Gordon's, um, availability, his, his like 12th reinstatement in the NFL. <laughs> what do you, what are your guys' thoughts on, on on that or on the I mean they haven't he hasn't sw- signed yet but his intent to sign with the Chiefs. Uh, personally, I I don't know that he's going to be that big of a factor. Uh, just again pulling pulling a receiver into Andy's system. Um, you know they'll they'll have you know like like they've done before with with Le'Veon and and Sean McCoy. Sean McCoy, you know that. They, we were always told that there were packages for him, but we never, I mean, I guess McCoy did, you know, he was our leading rusher, but you know, he disappeared after a few, after a few fumbles. Um, I just don't know that what impact he can make in such a short period of time. Um, and, you know, I don't know what his head, what his head's like, you know, what, you know, if, if, you know, what, what his commitment is and how, if he's, changed his his mindset and his life and he's in a in a good space where where he can contribute and 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 use his talents and even what what those skill set looks like now after after all this time yeah i I agree i think it's gonna be tough for him to to see the field he's got a lot to learn um so we shouldn't get our hopes up too high but obviously there's just not there's nothing wrong i think i saw that they were going to sign him to the practice squad with the expectation of moving him 
onto the active roster pretty soon after. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he, he's a great talent. I'm not sure what shape he's, what kind of shape he's in after playing off and on for several seasons. And he's still, he's getting up there in age, probably early 30s, 31 or so. Um, but the Chiefs could use all the help at receiver that they could get. Um, I thought McCole Harmon played well. Yep. Um, Byron Pringle showed some ability to get open. I wish he had made that sideline catch, but. Um, Fortson. Yep. Fortson had a great touchdown. Love to see that. Was that T Rex? T Rex package? <laughs> um, yeah. So it's, I think it's just a low risk, probably medium reward. Yeah. No, if, if he could help. If, if he can contribute, that would open up things for Tyreek. Mm-hmm. So what are your thoughts, Dan? I know that you were uh, – I remember when you had Josh Gordon on your fantasy football team and he – I don't think he won you the league that year. but Oh, no, yeah, I won that year. I had, no, I had Josh Gordon and Jimmy Graham. And that was when that, – that's when, that's when Brian Hoyer was throwing to Josh Gordon. He was still getting – He's still getting me 30 or 40 points a game. It's fantastic. We'll always love him for that. Um, for me, and I can I can definitely see, I mean, because we, we know how long it takes receivers, especially receivers, to adjust to the Andy Reid system. Um, a, a big name going into the season I thought was going to help. Well, not a big name, but a name I thought was going to help a lot was Cornell Powell. And he's on the side, he's, he's on the practice squad because he couldn't quite, you know, get the get the, the playbook down. Um, and so there is some, some part of me that is afraid that, you know, that might be how it is with Josh Gordon, but uh, I think he is the the perfect receiver that, we, that if he can get his feet going, like I think he's a perfect receiver that we need because not only does he have speed, which obviously we know Andy loves speed, but he's six, three, this man is a deep threat. Um, he's, he, I mean, Demarcus Robinson had a pretty has had some pretty good games um, this season, but um, I'm kind of tired of him running backwards. <laughs> Absolutely, it was lost um, the first down. Yep, and uh, and I think Josh Gordon would be uh, if he's still. I mean, I know he was playing in. I don't even know what the league it was. It's the fan owned league. He was just playing in there with Baker Mayfield. <laughs> no, on the same team. with Johnny Manziel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Johnny Manziel. Same person. Just one had bigger attitude problems. <laughs> um, and I mean, so I, I think, I think he's still going to be in shape. I think with the fact that he's still constantly trying to come back, I think it shows a determination. Um, also as well, uh, Missouri, you can get your medical, your medical card for marijuana. So as long as he gets that, I think he'll be good. Um, I don't think the league can really do anything about that. Uh, I think they um, can. Huh? I think they can. No, I thought it was. I thought I thought the rule, the new rule, was that if it's legal in the state, then then you're able to. I don't know. You you have to fact check me on that one. Um, but I I think that uh, like you guys said, like it's a low risk. I mean, if he doesn't make it, I don't know what the contract details look like. I'm I'm sure we're picking giving him pennies. Um, but I think. Guaranteed. Sorry, what was that? Ten million guaranteed. Stop. Um, maybe, maybe six years ago, (laughs) uh, but I I think that he could be a phenomenal, if he does, if he, if he is able to contribute, I think he could be a huge part in this offense. Yeah. All right. Well, let's hope we, we hear some good things from, from him, from 
practice and we can see him on the field. Um, Glad Andy's doing okay. Yes. Yeah. Thoughts and prayers are with him. He really needed to get to McDonald's drive through that fast. So he took the nap. He took the ambulance there. Oh, is that a poor taste joke? (laughs) (laughs) If you like McDonald's, it's a good taste joke, but. (laughs) All right. Well, Stan, thank you for joining us. Missed having you on the on the pod. Thanks for taking time. I know you got somewhere to be. Dave, thank you for for joining me and stay in. Love the background you got going on. It's a nice view. I have not just been looking past you the whole time. Don't don't take that the wrong way. So, and thank you everybody for for joining us and listening to us. Uh, let us know in the comments and on social media what your takeaways were from the Chiefs' second consecutive loss of the 2021 season. We had a rough week, but now it's on to the Philadelphia Eagles. Look out for our Chiefs-Eagles preview probably Thursday or Friday. Uh, again, thanks for joining us. Signing off for Dave. Stay in. I'm Tim and we'll talk to you guys later. Peace.